0: This episode of the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology podcast is brought to you by the Fun Astrology 101 course. If you'd like to learn the language of astrology in a fun and easy way, go to funastrology.com and check out the 101 course. It's right there on the homepage. Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology podcast with Robert Glasscock. I'm Thomas Miller. And you know, astrology is so fascinating. It has so many different areas of application. One of them is that you can ask a chart, a very specific question, and get a specific answer. It's called horary astrology, and it has very specific rules. Robert has mastered this technique over the years, and we have a special announcement that he's going to make here in just a minute. But Robert, to get us going in a direction within the parameters of horary astrology, can you ask a question like, Who's going to win a game or who's going to win an election? What are the parameters of questions that can be asked?
1: Great question for Aurary especially, which uh, reminds me that you and I are putting together a nine-lesson series on Aurary astrology, a a full nine-week course, basically, that I've given in the past. Uh, but we're going to now put this all together for the podcast listeners in a nine-week series that explains everything that you need to know about orary. Horary astrology is this branch of astrology. Horary is a word that means of the moment or of the hour. It, it, all it means is a horoscope erected for the time that a question is asked and understood by the astrologers so for example here's one of those rules with or every astrology these rules have all been devised and and discovered i guess over millennia to help astrologers improve their accuracy and to save astrologers from being wrong and if you think about it back in the day thomas astrologers if they made a living at it, were usually palace astrologers. They were on retainer and lived in the palace. And in those days, in fact, the astrologers were all literate, but the king and queen might well not be literate because not everybody was in those days. So these rules, uh, if you lived in the palace and you were the palace astrologer, you had better be right because if you're wrong about your predictions, you could uh, have your life ended by the ruler who didn't like your prediction or you were wrong about it. So, horary is the only branch that has about five or six rules that have to be um, followed in order to even read a chart. This is the wonderful thing about horary. It's probably the closest that astrology comes to fortune telling, which is what everybody thinks they want with astrology but in fact there's a whole contextual difference between a natal chart and an orary chart it's a matter of context and focus an an orary chart is for one specific question is my husband going to leave me will this marriage be saved those kinds of very specific questions so in orary for example you have to have say more than three degrees rising or less than 27 degrees rising. There are reasons for that. Uh, if you have three degrees rising, for example, maybe the situation is simply too early, and there are not enough elements in place in the situation for astrology to give you any reliable answer. That's with three degrees. If you have more than 27 degrees rising in an orary chart, it basically says there's nothing the querent can do to alter the outcome of this situation. Therefore, the chart can't be read. There's no point in reading it. You had better follow these rules because when you don't, you're going to give wrong readings and you're going to get a bad reputation. Okay, so
0: what about the other part of that? Can you ask about something out there?
1: Yes, you can. It depends on what it is. For example, one of the hard and fast rules in orary astrology is you cannot Bring to Orary astrology a question over which the querent, the client has no direct input. So, for example, you cannot ask Orary, who's going to win the presidential election? Yes, your vote counts, but you are one of millions and millions of voters. Your vote does not directly affect the outcome of the presidential election. So no, you can't read that in orary. You certainly can read who's going to win the election by looking at the chart of the United States or looking at candidates' charts, but not with orary. You have the the querent or the client has to have some direct involvement in the question. Otherwise, there is no personal perspective offered by a strong. They're not personally involved in the presidential election. They can't determine the winner. Therefore, they can't ask a question like that because they don't have a direct involvement.
0: Let me bring it a little bit closer to something that has been in the headlines a lot lately that maybe some of our listeners could experience. Got the point on the election. That's way over there. That's not in our direct control. But here's one that is not in our direct control but could affect us. Let's say the tech company that you work for has announced again in the media that there is going to be another wave of layoffs. So far, you've survived the other layoffs, can you ask the chart, am I going to be affected? Am I going to get that piece of paper in this layoff? Is that a question you could ask? Another committee Abs- another committee is deciding, but you're affected.
1: Oh, absolutely. You can ask it because you have to, phrasing the question. This is a whole aspect of orary astrology, which, in fact, we cover in this course that we're doing. Phrasing the question is very important. No, you don't have any direct. you do have a direct relationship to the question, but you have to get the client before you ever set the chart up. You have to get the client to phrase it correctly. In this case, it would be, am I going to lose my job? That's a very direct, very simple question. And that's what they're at. Am I now they may phrase it a different way. The client may say, Am I our company's laying off a bunch of people? Am I going to be able to keep my job? You have to listen very carefully. Did they say, Am I going to lose my job? Or did they say, Am I going to keep my job? Because what you're going for in order for that question is a simple yes or no answer. So you want the you want the question to be phrased in an, a way that can be answered yes or no. So if astrology gives you a no answer to that question, then you have to relate that no answer to how did they phrase it. Am I going to lose my job? The answer is no. If they phrased it, am I going to am I going to be one that gets to keep my job? The answer is no.
0: Yes, that makes total sense, and it is so critical. And I'll tell you what I do on this. You've taught me well. I have a Mac uh, and it has a notes program inherent in the operating system. So I have my notes on everything so I can do it on my phone if I'm using that or I can do it on the computer if I'm there. But I write that question down in the notes program before I ever obviously cast the chart because I don't ever want to go back and fudge Oh now what did I really say based on the answer? You know, it's like I know, here it was. That's what you asked. Get that question clear before you cast that chart, right?
1: Absolutely right. That's the key. That is absolutely the key. And and really, I think too few orary astrologers spend the appropriate time. The moment for the orary chart is the moment when the astrologer understands the question and knows in their own minds what house rules it if you don't know you don't have the time for the orary question it is not when the client sent the letter or sent the email it's none of that The client isn't the astrologer that's not where the interpretation takes place the astrologer is wherever they are and it takes place between their ears and their brain so you want to use the astrologer's location for when you as the astrologer fully understand the question and know what house you're going to look at the reason for this is if you set an orary chart up before you know exactly where you're going to look the minute you glance at that chart, you are going to start making unconscious judgments about it. You can't help it. But if you wait until the appropriate moment, which is when you fully understand the question and know where you're going to look for the answer, that's the moment. Not before that. And you set it up for where you are now in event chart for example if somebody comes to comes to an astrologer and says i just had a meeting at three yesterday with this executive at this company i am so hoping i get this job it went so well that's not an orary question that's an event chart i had a meeting at 3 p.m yesterday now you set the chart up for where the event took place it's not an orary chart it's an event chart if it were an orary question, then you would set it up for where you as the astrologer are when you understand the question and know what house rules it. Do you, is that clear yeah, about that yeah. difference?
0: different animal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, the other thing that comes to mind, again, these questions about jobs are very important questions for people, obviously. And if you come to the chart, and we all have Neptune in our chart somewhere, right? We all have this, we humans are quite a piece of work, aren't we? And you come to the chart, and the dang moon is void. Of course, when you ask the question about your job, ah! And you're thinking, okay, it's void. Of course, and you look on your chart, and you see it's going to be it'll be uh, in the next sign at 10 p.m. tonight. So I'm going to stay up, and I'm going to ask this question at 10:15. <laughs> we we try to bend and fudge the rules, don't we? We want our way around it.
1: Yeah, and when you do that, you're ignoring astrology. Uh, You're not doing astrology. You're trying to, oh, I don't like this chart. Now, this happens a lot with orary questions. For example, if you cannot read a chart, there are about five considerations before judgments that you have to make before you can read the chart. If If the chart says, you can't read me, and here's why, then you can say to the client, you know, astrology is telling me, in this case, this seems to be a situation where it's too... New. And so all of the players are not in place yet. There's still things that are undergoing development that are going to affect this question. So astrology is saying it's premature to consult astrology for this matter. So wait until something else concrete happens and note the time that it does. It could be something as simple as a phone call from the the office of the man you just interviewed yesterday, from his office. The secretary may call and either ask you for more information or say, that went so well, Mr. So-and-so wants you to come in to meet a few of the board members. That's another event that happened. Mm -hmm. Then you can set a chart up for that. But when you get an answer that you don't like, from more astrology you're supposed to listen to it it's telling you something if you get a chart that cannot be read it's telling you something you don't ignore astrology because you're an amateur and you think oh well, i'll just cheat and wait two hours and ask again that's playing with this stuff it's superficial it's completely erroneous and you're going to get helter skelter results from that kind of approach to astrology if you're not going to reuse the rules don't bother with it Read the tarot, throw the dice, do something. But don't try astrology if you're not going to use it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or you're
1: going to try and outthink it.
0: Well, and you set that up very well in the course where you talk about the reasons why we're bringing this to time, to space time, as you say, basically. And there are very specific. And I think what you paint in the course picture is very respectful. Like when you walk away from your teaching on this, you really respect Astrology, You know, I'll just tell you, I had a quick little uh, incident with this in the past week where, you know me, you described it when we talked about the developmental arc, that I'm always on the lookout for where I might be living next. And there were some things here in North Carolina that were uh, just was like, hmm, should I? And I did the chart and it was 27 degrees, 13 minutes was the ascendant. And I was like, (laughs) ah, I can't read this. And that indicates that it's like too late. Well, all of the things that I was asked, all the questions that I was asking about basically resolved within 48 hours after I'd looked at that chart. <laughs>
1: That's fascinating, Isn't Thomas, that Isn't great? One of, the, one of the meanings of 27 or more rising is that this situation is essentially over.
0: Yeah. The, everything was play. gone. Everything was out.
1: It was like it yeah. was gone.
0: <laughs> I love that. All right, well, we are putting this course together as fast as Robert can put the slides in order and as fast as I can do the editing. So we are working on it diligently and we will have that out. When it's ready, we'll have all the information for you. Don't worry about that. We will make it very clear where you go, how you get it, etc. And we are looking forward to it. And thank you so much, Robert, for doing that for us. It's a great gift. Horrorary is amazing, guys. I learned it first. That's how I met Robert, was through Horary practicums. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's the most amazing. And I will tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I've got his mic turned off right now, so I can just talk to you guys. The Robert Glasscock that you hear on these podcasts and the Robert Glasscock that you hear in the course, he is so in his element, teaching. I got to tell you, it is a huge increase in just the brilliance that this man offers to the world. So it's a privilege to capture it for you. If you like what we're doing around here, we would appreciate something in return. If you listen on Apple devices, you're able to leave comments and and ratings, and we would appreciate a good rating if you like what we're doing. And then go to the show notes for all the other information about the podcast. And when we get the course out, that's where that information will be as well. Robert's direct link for readings is in there, as is our YouTube channel and our Discord channel run by Kristen Lawhead. We've got a lot going on around this little podcast. We sure do. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock.